0: This is going to hurt. hurt. It's time time for the Suffering Suffering Podcast. Podcast. Solitude, for most, is a very foreign concept. We are social creatures by design that crave interaction with others. We have a desire to partner up and create a team that we hope follows us for the rest of our lives. With good intentions and a loving heart, we find a compatible mate. The instant feeling of completion fills our souls and stabilizes our needs. What we believe is the last piece of the puzzle to create a solid future. Then, chaos ensues and throws this belief into confusion. Everything we believe is turned upside down, and we're left trying to make sense of what went wrong. We're given a bag of broken pieces that we must reassemble with no instructions. I'm Kevin Donaldson here with Mike Felice, and on this episode of The Suffering Podcast, we welcome Marcy Cowan to discuss the suffering of divorce Marcy has gone through her trials and tribulations in the marriage world and come out on the other side a little bit cleaner. Not to mention, you're one of the few people who are open and honest about divorce, so thank you for coming in today.
1: Maybe a little too open and honest. <laughs> well, you know, I mean,
0: there's almost a common thread in the room tonight. Pretty much. Pretty much. But let's not dismiss the elephant in the room. Again. The volcano. Again. The, the volcano, the hurricane himself, our special co-host, Mike De Palma. Mike, it's always a pleasure to have you it's in It's great
2: here. to be here, and I do appreciate this Uh
3: well, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's <laughs> funny because everybody, Is did works, that? Man. Is
2: that is that a filter? Uh, filter. Yeah. <laughs>
3: and, and everybody from Hoboken has like a, a like a. A nickname or something, right? You've got Mike the Hurricane, Mike the Volcano, Mikey Three Chins.
0: Mike. <laughs> Mike the Lip. It's going down. Mike it's going li- down. The Lip was a good one. The lip. lip was a good one. <laughs> Before we get into anything, let's throw a big shout-out to our marquee sponsor. That's Toyota of Hackensack. We don't trust anybody, but we do trust Toyota of Hackensack. So if you're looking for a car, go to com and they'll be able to help you out. So, Marcy— Mike actually stole a Toyota one time.
2: What? This is this has nothing. This episode is not about me and my. I I haven't seen you in a while. I haven't seen you in a while, so I feel bad. (laughs) And it's it's an honor to be next to Marcy. (laughs) Not
3: not
0: us.
2: No, I don't really like you
0: guys, (laughs) Marcy. Each week we take a a question from one of our one of our audience members, and some of the questions are a little out there. But this one was really good, and I chose this one specifically for you because we are talking about divorce today, and this one comes from Steve M and it's not the Steve M that both of you know. When is it time to call it quits? That is a general question in anything in life. There is a beginning and there is an end. When do you think it's time to give it up?
1: I would say when the children are being affected. As Um, as
0: specific to divorce.
1: Specific to divorce, correct. Um, You know, when the love is lost and you feel, I mean, if some people go through therapy, some people go through couples counseling, some people don't. Um, I didn't have that opportunity, so I never went through that. Um, but some, if they go through all that and it's just not working and you don't love each other anymore, then call it quits. Then be done with it.
0: It's a tough decision to make, especially right. when it's, okay, this is it. This is it. But it could be in anything in life. Mike, what do you think? I think when it just gets overwhelming,
2: it gets to the point where, you know, it's it's not about the children and... You know, it becomes personal.
0: What about like a, a just something outside of divorce, say a job? Because you you know you you had to make the decision to end your career. Um, you know you had to before, make a decision before someone else made the
3: decision yeah. for them,
0: or you're like <laughs> when you decide when you decide to call it quits on sanity. Like, how was that decision even made? <laughs> when it comes to the workplace,
2: I mean, an occupation, a job. I mean, when the fun when the fun is gone you know I, I experienced that as, as a police officer and I used to
0: love my job I loved every day and it just started to not be fun anymore so so it's, a, it's got some commonalities quitting doesn't have to be specific to divorce or a job it's kind of right. like I'm, I'm assuming that the love the fun was all gone right? correct and it's time
1: assuming it was there in the first place
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a fun episode <laughs> Mike what do you think yeah I think Mike hit on it when it's no longer fun when it
3: becomes, like, all-consuming to you now, you know, and, and you're dreading doing something, uh, when you no longer take love out of it anymore. I always say, like, you know, if you don't like running into a wall, stop running into a wall. Mm. If it's not fun anymore, then, then then just don't do it.
0: But you have to have a fallback plan. It's like when when uh, your kids come to you and say, hey, my shoulder hurts when I do this. Yeah, well, then don't, don't do it. Don't do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or I punch them on the other arm. I guess the shoulder doesn't hurt anymore. I
3: mean, if you're no longer enjoying something, then, you know, I
0: mean…
1: I actually well, found it easier ending the divorce than I did some jobs that I've been at.
0: What becomes like a family.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, it's-, it's, yeah. I mean, well, leaving the job, I mean, I left a few jobs for different reasons, but I felt that to be easier than, you know, than leaving the divorce or by, like for different reasons. You know what I'm saying? Like it was easier leaving my ex-husband or he left me whole story. Um, That was easier ending almost than leaving the jobs and vice versa sometimes. Like different reasons for each. But you know what? A
3: a divorce is more, you're in your comfort zone. You know, you're used to going home to your house every day and then then everything's just uprooted. Right. True. And believe me, I went through it and it's a total life changer. I stayed probably a lot longer than I should have. Mm Mm-hmm because you try it to was, do what's it right. Was, it was comfort. You know, I stayed there because of the kids and you know, I grew up in a family with, with divorced parents. I knew what it was like to not come home to a father every day. And I never wanted my kids to go through that. Yeah. Right. I, I grew up not one person
0: divorced in my family. Same with me. So it, it was, it me. was a, a yes. shock, you know, I, I, but see, I grew up in the opposite of where my parents weren't divorced. They should have been right. They should have right. been. So, you know, I, I, when I read this question, I thought about it in terms – and I actually got kind of sad when I read this question because I thought about it in terms of this show because eventually it's going to come time, hopefully 10 years, hopefully 20 years. But eventually it's going to come time where this show is no longer a viable option. Nobody wants to listen to it or however it is, and it's going to be time to call it quits. I I started thinking how am I going to approach that because I love doing this so much. I love when the when the lights come on and the cameras come on and and talking into the microphone and whatever comes those those thoughts that just bounce out of our head. And it's going to be
3: very those stupid things that I say. I'm going to have nobody to
0: say them to anymore. Yeah. I have nobody to piss off. I'm, I'm going to call Mike up, you know, I'll call him on the phone and I'll just say something stupid, but it's not going to be the same. You know, but I I imagine when it's time it's time. It's like with our careers in, in law enforcement. It's time, it's time. You know, and it's but it's never going to be an easy decision. So, you know, I I can't answer. I I think it's going to be when the the love of it and the fun of it are gone. But you know
3: what, Kevin? I mean, getting back to that though, with the show in general, I mean, how many times we call each other? Got a great idea for a show? Yeah, and I, y'all, you know, and you sit there and we and we start bouncing ideas off of each other. We could do it this way. We could do it that way. We no longer have to show. I may never talk to you again. <laughs>
0: You know that well. I'd be upset uh, that, that, <laughs> if I didn't talk to you guys. That that might, that might be a good thing. Oh, very very upset. no, but listen, oh, yeah, I, I'd be real upset too. The ending of anything is never saying? is never easy, and it's never all yeah, good
1: things come to an end. All, we all say,
0: yeah. You know, one day we're all going to come to an end, and you know, but that's going to be beyond it's our totally
1: control, isn't it? Feels. Is
0: it? <laughs> Unfortunately, paying taxes and death are the two certainties in life. Uh, Steve, thank you so much for sending that question in. Uh, I'm going to be thinking about that question. Thank you for for keeping me up at night, and I'm going to be thinking about that question for that a little while now. That was a great question. That was a great no question. question. You, can, you can relate that to anything,
1: right? Yeah, exactly. it's
0: it's you know, when's it time to give it up? So I want our audience to chime in on that one. If you if you got an answer to that question, leave a comment below. We will answer it. And thanks for sending that in, Steve.
3: At least give us your ideas. I mean, we're we're just getting four ideas here. People chime in and let us
0: know. We could revisit that question a day, another day. That could be the social media question every every week. week, And we'd never run out of material on that one. So Marcy, we've had a lot of discussions here. And I got to be honest with you. So Mike and I came up with, wow, it'd be great. Even though we all in this room have experience with divorce, nobody really seems too open to talk about the subject and you know, it's a tough subject to talk about because it is somebody at one point you did or thought you cared about. There may be children involved. There may be collateral damage to whatever you say. So nobody was very willing to come forward. And we were talking about something different. We were talking about something with, with three acres. And, you know, you had mentioned something about divorce. I'm like, wait, time out.
1: Stop. I talked about how Mike and I connected.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> that's, that's exactly great. Very, very right. true. A lot of similarities. Yep. And do you remember how I approached you on this subject? I said, stop, whatever we're talking about, stop.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Tell me about, are you willing to talk about it? And you dorms? said you're willing
1: to talk about it. I said, yeah, why not?
0: Yeah, because some some people are very hesitant.
1: I, I understand why some people are hesitant. Um, I've never been hesitant. Right, for some reason. <laughs> I really haven't. There's kind of no reason. Like, I'm going through what I was going through, um, you know, in my own way. And People didn't agree with it. Maybe they'd be like, well, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. No, don't tell me how to feel and tell me how to react to what I'm doing.
3: Isn't that great when outsiders <clears throat> tell you what you should be doing in your divorce? Mm-hmm. Every divorce is different. Correct. Every divorce, every divorce is, is different. Correct. Oh, you should do this. You should do it. Exactly. I, Well, I did this. I did that. Well, shut your mouth. I'm doing what I'm doing. <laughs> well, right.
1: You, right. Maybe I would, did that work for you? And if it did great and if it didn't, that's okay too. But like you said, every divorce is different.
0: Especially somebody, if you're speaking to somebody who has gone through a divorce, They they feel like they They gotta interject. uh, They have to interject. And they're not doing it out of out of malice at all. They're trying to help you through a very difficult time because I'm sure they remembered how difficult it was for them. Although I have seen some people who divorce wasn't very difficult. I think I've I know two or three people that got divorced for like three hundred and eighty five dollars. Right. You see those signs all over the divorce, three ninety nine.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah, mine wasn't difficult for me other than financially. That's the only Mm -hmm. way that it was bad for me. Emotionally, psychologically, all of that, I was happy as a lark, to be honest. (laughs) I really
0: was. Before we get too deep into divorce, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself?
1: Um, My name is Marcy. (laughs) I am the property manager. (laughs) I I, I think we uh, got that part. That's right. Um, I'm the property manager over at um, Three Acres in Jersey City, which which is where I met Mike.
0: Which we were just there on Sunday. Yes. And without giving a shameless plug...
3: Fantastic place! I, it, really place it really is. Did
1: you give him a tour of the building? Yes, did. we did. Oh, yes, good. We, did. Yeah.
0: we met a bunch of different people. Met your artist, which good. I'm a big fan of art. Yes. So met your artist. He he's got some amazing stuff, and in we there. love Johnny. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like I said, that, that
3: place has every. You don't have to leave that building
1: when, and once the restaurant opens. Yeah. We really won't have to your leave.
3: restaurant
0: bar, that's right? Everything pool up, you know, up on the roof and everything. Mm-hmm. Fantastic place that is. Once I found out he was a Salvador Dali fan, that's what connected me. Oh, that
1: was it. Yeah, because yeah. I have
0: I have. You're going to find that I have all this worthless, useless knowledge in my head. I mean, here was my useless knowledge about Salvador <laughs> Dali. Well, Salvador Dali died with no legitimate children, had about an $80 million estate. And about 10 years after he died, somebody came out and said it was his daughter. Now they're trying to they're – they're in active litigation to try to dig him up get oh. DNA out. What, are they going to ask oh. him questions? No, I would get DNA. Okay, right. To get DNA to see if this is his actual heir because there's $80 million sitting that's there. That's
1: actually really interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's,
0: again, how do I know that? I have no right. idea. Ask me what Mike's okay. birthday is. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's in March, I, I think. Am I right? You're right on cue. There, there you, you go. You just passed? That's right. I did
3: know that That's right. 60, <laughs> 60 what, two? Uh-huh. Three?
2: No, buddy, that's about your. Shut that's up. about your life. All right, next question. <laughs> wait, wait, I I, I got to go back to Three Acres though. It, it is it, it is a great place, and and the owners, and you know, it, it's it's a family. They are fantastic people, and what we just spoke about about quitting, you know, the fun got out of my job. You know, the fun was gone as a cop, but now here,
1: we have fun I, every day. Over at we years. really do, and and it, and it,
2: I I actually really. Enjoy it. I enjoy going to work every day. I enjoy, you know, working, you know, together with Mossy and, and whomever else. Like it, it's, you know, even it more brought we're there. me back to life. And honestly, but I'm his
1: favorite. Just so we're all clear.
2: <laughs> you are. You are my favorite. Because you're owners, his, the owner's on my favorite. Because you're his boss. That's why. Oh, you're not about. really. But. <laughs> to hear
1: what he was saying about the other day. That's right. <laughs> no, no, but it, it know, is. Even, it's a great place. Kev,
3: even were there, like when we met with Nobby. Nobby, oh yes, he yes. just seemed like he was having a lot of fun. Yeah,
0: you know, it looked yes. like a great place to be and a great place to work. What he, he was reading through the lot. Look at his shim. That's <laughs> what he's telling. Look at his shim. <laughs> Look what he does here. That's a Hoboken guy. Yeah, that's that's definitely a guy. <laughs> he's a <term>. comp. <laughs> but he is. He I, is. it's he is. it's really beautiful. It's very peaceful. It's uh, you really don't have to go out of the you don't establishment you don't, right. You can be self encapsulated. I don't know whether that's yeah,
3: thing. but I mean during the. A couple of years ago, when people were working from home, mm-hmm. they, they, they could have stayed right there. And you know what? Did we still have a lot wanted. of
1: people working from home. If you walk through our building, like on a work day, they're in the quiet room, they're in the common areas, they're in the community room, there because there's free, there's Wi-Fi there. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they're all working there. There's a lot, of, a fair amount of people still. I was actually surprised to see that.
2: Yeah, they they move from space
1: to That's space. Right. I noticed it. You That's know what
3: right. I mean? Mike does security from home, right?
1: right. <laughs>
2: He looks at those cameras. 24-7,
1: he's on those cameras.
2: I you get the cameras on your phone? It's classified information. <laughs> <laughs> if I tell you, you know what has to happen.
0: So where'd you grow up?
1: Um, I grew up in Livingston, and I got married, um, moved to Pennsylvania.
0: How long? Wait, hold on. Oh, God, you might really know my mother-in-law. Oh. I don't even want to, you don't ask oh. a woman how old but she is, I'm, but I'm, you I'm, probably I'm. know my mother-in-law.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, okay. yeah Wait, maybe we should talk about that after. Yeah,
0: probably cuz that's well so you you had you went face to face with Satan if you did.
1: <laughs> um well there's you mean from Livingston? Yeah, it, well there's kind of a few. I'm not your typical Livingston girl. Let's be clear on that. Um
0: So you went with uh Chris Christie and Jason Alexander and
1: Jason Alexander's older than me, but yeah. he went to my high school, yes.
0: Yeah, no, it's not his real name. I know that. Right. Yeah. But so I was I was uh,
1: They're I, a little older than me.
0: I worked in Roseland. Okay. So I was right next door and sure. we, we always went to the 7-Eleven on midnights down on Livingston Avenue.
1: Mm-hmm, of course.
0: And uh, Panic's towing, of course. Which yeah, that, That's right. Teddy Panic just passed.
1: Oh, yeah. really? Yeah,
0: he just passed. Oh. He, he did our towing for years. Everybody so,
1: went to Panic's.
0: Of course. We mm-hmm. all did too. Yeah. Panic's was great. But Livingston li, Livingston was a great – so you had you had two, two groups in Livingston. It was an interesting – you had Jewish and Italian. Mm-hmm. That was it.
1: Pretty much. That was it. It's not like that now. Because, no, it's not. Right? No, no <laughs> right. it's not.
0: But the houses are also going for crazy amounts of money. Mm-hmm. Like they they bought my uh, my wife's grandmother's house. I think they paid like six hundred thousand for it and knocked it down. Well, they're doing that all over the place. Yeah. Now it's mm-hmm. a. I think it's one point two or one point three million. Right, and they
1: probably have like five inches of grass. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's not a huge lot. Right. It was only an extended buy level on there before, so it's not a huge lot. But right. you know, it's it's in a good section, so. But um, how'd you like growing up in Livingston?
1: I I liked it. I didn't know any different, hmm. right? Because I was there. I mean, I grew up there, and then I went to college. You in Livingston
3: um, High School. Were you a Lancer?
1: Yes, I was a Lancer. Lancer. Only one high school in Livingston. Uh, well, so. I,
3: you could have went to a Catholic school up that way.
1: That's true, but I'm not Catholic, so...
0: I yeah, I wasn't Catholic, I Catholic either. A I Catholic. went to Catholic high school. I say you didn't have to be Catholic to go to Catholic school. Well, Catholic. that's
1: true, actually. I, I, I went know. to
0: Catholic high school with a lot... Are, are you Jewish? I am. Okay, I went to Catholic high school with a lot of Jewish people. Yeah. A lot of them.
1: I have very good friends from Pennsylvania whose kids all went to like a Catholic, you know, Episcopalian school, I think, or something.
0: Right. Jesuit. Like St. Peter's Prep is a Jesuit school. That's, um... Jesuit, yeah, I see. I knew some Jesuit priests. I did not know them. You're waiting for the worthless, not okay. Jesuit priest. I'm just staying silent. Right okay,
2: a Jesuit now. priest took oh. me
0: away from my faith originally. I went at to college. Hudson
2: Catholic High School, St. Peter's College. I get it, Peter. Yeah, St. Peter's, Peter. Peter's that's Peter. College.
0: That's that round bread. C- St. University. University.
3: Peter's College. I have a, Saint I have a col- lot of col-
2: education. St. Peter's
3: me. College is Greek.
2: But my most the peanut bread the peanut bread is the education comes from the streets that's where I'm
3: most education comes from the suffering podcast are you kidding (laughs) (laughs) I think
0: you should get a refund on that education (laughs) but that's just not right (laughs) so from college where did you So I
1: went to college in D.C. Um then I moved back home when I graduated college.
3: Catholic University.
1: Catholic right. Let's Catholic that. University. That's right. I'm not too far away. I went to American University. Okay. Um, so I moved back home. I had a job and I was dating my now ex husband at the time. We met in college. Um, so it was the long distance thing. He was in family business. Um, so when we got married, um, I moved to Philly. You know, i I was on the fence about moving to Philly, but I was ready to get out of Livingston at that time.
0: Parts of Philly used to be nice. What's that? Parts of Philly used to be nice.
1: Uh, yeah, there's still some parts that are decent. Um, so I moved there and, you know, we got married and had our children.
0: You were young when you got married?
1: I was 25.
0: Okay. it's well, not too young.
1: I Young and stupid, as I say. <laughs> seemed like a good idea at the time. There that's are lots of I reasons say. why I shouldn't have gotten married to him. Okay. Not shouldn't have gotten married, but shouldn't have gotten married to him.
0: So when you you meet this guy, you obviously fall in love with this guy or what you think is love. Okay. Well, better said. Okay. What you think is love. What (laughs) did you, what did, what was your concept of love when you met your ex-husband? I had no idea. Okay.
1: None. I, I, it seemed like a good idea at the time. We had two groups of friends.
0: Well, did you base it on your parents' marriage?
1: Um, I should have yeah. because, you know, my parents are married fifty something years.
0: Wow.
1: Um, so, and still in love, still happy, you it's know, disgusting. the whole thing. Yeah.
3: I, <laughs> they make those people right. make me sick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so I I I didn't know what love was. Is how listen, size twenty twenty. I'm sure you guys sure. experienced that too, right? So you realize a lot of things when you get divorced about the marriage. All the red flags and there were tons. Um you know, we, we had two sets of friends, one set that got married when I did, and then there was another set that got married like five or six years later. Well, the funny thing about marriage
0: is it's it's an institution that this, the current statistic is 50% of all marriages will end in divorce. And as you get older, that statistic drops. You know, that's a general statistic. Right. But if I was sitting down at a blackjack table, and I know that I had a 50% chance of losing a bet, eh... You know, you might think twice about making that bet. You probably still make the bet. Right. You know, but you put a little bit more thought into it. But, you know, you're young and you're idealistic.
1: You just, I mean, it didn't, I never dated anybody else. I had dated, he was the only one. I mean, like in high school, we went out as groups. We never, people, I mean, a couple of people had boyfriends and girlfriends I or whatever. Say, so but. this is
3: like a first boyfriend, like sort of first relationship thing? Yeah, I, pretty,
1: I, Yeah, I would say, I would say it was, I mean, you know, there was obviously people before that, but I wouldn't call it a relationship, quote unquote. Um, you know, it was like the first thing. And I ended up, you know, giving him an ultimatum, which was kind of interesting. Um, <laughs> Marry so, me or leave. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, like, I like, we're going to do this now or I'm moving on. So we see how it ended up. Right. Um, so, you know, so I, we, so we met in college. I moved back to Jersey. Um, he was back in Philly in family business. So here's red flag. Number one.
0: Well, what was the initial thing that attracted you to him?
1: Um, I mean, I thought he was handsome. He was Jewish, which is something I was looking for. Um, he seemed fun. He, you know, came from what I thought was a decent family. I don't know. Like how many factors do you really look that far into? There's, There's no
3: checklist for marriage. You know but no. I mean you may be good looking, Jewish, good family,
0: but
1: really and what my standards now have changed. <laughs> <laughs> but I know
0: because you hang out with Mike a lot. So they had to change a lot. So I'm interested in the Jewish uh-huh. thing because I hear this I hear this across the board, not just with Jewish people, mm-hmm. I'm interested in why the Jewish thing because I I grew
1: because up Because of up the children.
0: I grew up around a lot of Italians <coughs> and Italian parents always wanted their Italian children to marry Italian women or Italian men. And you know, it, it it never, it's never what they expected. You know, and what, what's the what was the you said because of the children? Because of the that's religion? that's one
1: thing. Well, right, because it, so in the Jewish religion, the mother's Jewish, so the children are automatically Jewish. But you know, you want the Jewish customs if it depending on how religious you are. I mean, I I practice things, but I'm not super religious. Mm-hmm. Um, but you want to do all the holidays and everything else with both families. So if it's a different religion, then you know. There's enough problems in marriage as it is, right, that you can encounter without even having the religious difference. Yeah. So if you have it's the religious difference— yeah. Fighting okay. Exactly. So you're already starting, you know, with problems. Like, well, what are we going to do with the kids? Are they going to celebrate everything? There are people that do that. that I, I was not okay with that. I was not okay to have a Christmas tree in my house. I'm Jewish. I grew up Jewish, you know. So, I mean, was that the most important thing? No. Hmm. If he were not Jewish and I fell in love with him, would I have married him? probably i don't know how thrilled my parents would have been but you know i may have i don't know i mean now it doesn't matter i could care less if someone's jewish or not
0: but it's you know it's it's as time moves on you become a little bit wiser because i i've told right. this before here my, my my family's in this country because of religion mm-hmm. you know my great grandfather was methodist my great grandmother was catholic and in ireland you didn't do that that was right. bad so they they immigrated they got married and they did their thing and through so hey, the old man dies real when when some of the kids were super super young so anybody that was 12 and under they were switched to catholic the the ones that were older were still protestant and you know that was never ever discussed at family gatherings never politics is a different story god politics was awful <laughs> but but religion was never brought up because they knew it was a sore subject with uh especially with with their parents the the their children they
1: never they never it was never a conflict right so what it's a conflict in lots of jewish families i mean some I guess don't care i mean everyone i've been surrounded by in my whole family they cared i mean i have a cousin who married someone not jewish he's the favorite cousin in the family (laughs) so you know it was it was important to me all those years ago i mean i you know and i was really more attracted to jewish guys
0: (laughs) you Um, want to hear a real funny jewish story I'm going to tell you a real funny Jewish story. So, one of the one of the my wife's cousins married a Jewish guy who ends up being a rabbi. Really good friend of mine. Okay, super good friend of mine. Great guy. And my wife and I at the time we we weren't very religious, and so we wanted him to marry us. Now her 88 year old Italian Catholic Roman Catholic grandmother thought she's like she started crying. Oh, and this is somebody that's in the family started crying.
1: going to be jewish oh my god really i that's swear
0: funny. i swear to god and we ended up be singing dreidel dreidel every day. <laughs> i mean it's not like we're going to be crushing the glass saying like i am it's um but but that's what she thought and that's the archaic way of thinking right. of the older generation absolutely that you know it, but he, neither here nor there so that was the first thing is it chose. archaic or is it ignorance
3: you know
1: what I'm saying people. I think it's open... ignorance, lack of people, education. Yeah, yeah,
3: exactly, lack of education. People don't open themselves to other
0: religions. They only think that you know, hey, I'm Catholic. Everybody should be Catholic.
1: But the, that generation is very different. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, Catholic. old old to... school Catholics, used to think that if if you were anything but Catholic, you didn't believe in Jesus. Yeah. yeah
2: exactly. yep. So oh, well, I can definitely relate to this
0: what you're talking about. My ex was
2: Jewish, and I am Catholic. She still so. is Jewish.
1: No. No, she still well, is
2: Jewish. I, I consider her.
0: Well, I'm, I'm not going to comment
1: <laughs> <more>. I, I, <laughs> I I need to
2: refer to. Someone I know, I think. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so one of my good one of my good friends, I told my uh, is a is a pastor of a, of he's the head of uh, Every Nation's Church. He's he's a Christian pastor who was raised Jewish. Believe it or not, that's Ron Lewis. He was raised Jewish, and he converted and everything. But I told him this story, and and this is the truth. My father, I was messing around with my father one day. I said, you know, Jesus was a Jew. <laughs> George was Carpenter, and he goes. That's right. He goes. No, he wasn't. He was Christian. I go. What? <laughs> what did she just say? Uh, I said he's a no. he's a Jew. What are you talking about? That's right. But anyway, so what else? What else did you find attractive about him? Did Did he have a certain personality that that drew you in, or was it yeah, just he says- was
1: he was funny? Yeah. I mean, you know, he seemed like a good, wholehearted guy. Mm. I mean, I since learned later that's not the case, um, but. He seemed it. Listen, it seemed like a good idea at the time is what I kind of always say, because, you know, the first group was getting married. And, you know, I knew I eventually wanted to get married and have children. It was very, very important to me to have children. Like I knew I'm very maternal. I can tell you that, um, you know, I'm very maternal. I wanted to have kids. And it seemed like this was the natural progression. So we had been dating for, you know, a couple years in college and then we were long distance. We figured if we could I was supposed to move to Philly when we got engaged. Red flag number one. I didn't. Um then we got married. I did, moved did to Did you Philly. not
3: move there because like trepidation?
1: I did not move there because I just didn't feel like it. I was busy having fun with my friends in New York. Yeah. And, you know, all my most of my friends lived graduated from college and moved into the city. So I was busy, you know, gallivanting with them like any twenty. Something does. right? Um, and which get, leads me to, you know, he was my ex-husband was working every other Saturday. He was in family business. So you would think every other Saturday that he was working or that he wasn't working, that I'd be running to Philly to see him or he'd be running to me to see me. And I was not running to Philly. And I, ju- I felt, you know, there were times where like I had plans with my friends to go into the city. And it's like, so that was another red flag. I was going to say, again, that's a red hindsight flag right red there. flag. Yeah, yeah it's mm-hmm. absolutely. So lots of the red flags have emerged since, you know, I've been divorced. But,
3: but you, you know, don't realize that when you're going through. No, it. not at all. No,
0: you got blinders on. I
1: didn't think you, there was anything wrong with it. I'm like, look, I, you know, my friends are going to be in the city. That's where I want to be.
0: You you think that things are going because you're looking for this missing piece. We mm-hmm. all are. We're looking for that missing piece of the puzzle in our lives. Right. And you seem to find it or what you think you found it. You end up getting married. The wedding had to be fun. I've seen wedding crashers. Even even when it's bad, it's good.
1: My wedding was spectacular. Mm. I will tell you. It was amazing.
0: I always like the, the Jewish wedding with the, the, the breaking of the glass because what it symbolizes, may your marriage last as long as it takes to put the pieces of the glass back together. Mm-hmm. Your glass wasn't, pro- wasn't broken wasn't right. broken. Right. What
1: glass? <laughs> what glass?
0: But I've also seen the glass go through people's shoes. Right. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, that's a, that's a good one. But uh, so was the food any good?
1: The food was delicious.
0: See, Jewish weddings. I've been to a f- I've been to several of them
1: because they were kosher. Mine was not kosher.
0: Oh, the food is awful. lots of were- balls, gaveltta fish.
1: Right. Well, that those foods actually like when it's kosher, it, it's typically not that great. Mine was kosher style, so we had no shellfish. Okay. But it was not kosher.
0: Yeah, I think I ate hollabread. That's that's all I that's all I remember right, eating because right the no, rest I of it was, like, it. was like what Food is was that? was like looks like Alpo or something. It was
1: at Headquarters Plaza in Morristown. <laughs>
0: oh, very nice. Yeah, very it was nice. very nice. So mm-hmm. then, with the wedding, got boring. Go watch a movie.
1: Right there, you they're go. That's boug- nice. They're bougie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you have your children. Livingston,
1: thank you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> so you, you, you had your children. Did you, did you wait to have children? Did you enjoy your marriage a little bit? Or did you jump right into having children? Um,
1: we were married for I guess, three. I had everything very scheduled. <laughs> <laughs> I knew exactly when I wanted to have kids. I knew how far apart I wanted them. Um, and I got both of those things. Um, so we were, I guess, three years we were, mar- we were married. Um, but he was working all the time.
0: And this is in Philly.
1: This is in Philly. Yeah. I thought that was normal. There's a lot that went on in our marriage that was wrong. Again, in hindsight... That I thought was normal, and I thought was right.
0: Give me an example.
1: He was working every weekend.
0: Okay, was that indicative of something, or was he a workaholic? I was going to say, was he actually working, or just tell you?
1: Well, he was in the family business, and he didn't want to turn his father down. He was working with his father, and he didn't want to say like, no, he couldn't. You know, he he was just doing that, thinking he's building a future for us. Um, so it so that was that. There was um, I I don't remember. I think the first year. I would say I enjoyed. Mm. And after that, I don't remember. Like, I don't remember liking it, hating it, being so happy with him, being miserable. I don't remember any of it.
0: Well, what was one thing that really got under your skin? His third chin. (laughs) 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 Yeah.
2: I can't am try I'm trying live. so hard not to say anything in I'm reference lo- to this subject. I'm I'm really serious. I'm, I'm really
0: Drew, you gotta take that picture down like, no, I, leave I it love there. it when he's just coming in from the side.
2: <laughs> hey, um, I'm here. What was...
3: he... hey, Drew? Could he move? Like could you put him in different spots?
0: <laughs> what was oh. one thing that really like the the, the first thing that was. really oh. got under your skin? He
1: was a horrible communicator. It was like a wet blanket. Like he didn't he didn't talk about anything. He didn't talk about how he was feeling about anything. He didn't talk about what he wanted to do, where he wanted to go, none of that.
0: See that's a big female versus male thing. Like Sometimes yes. Yeah. Women always want every to communicate and sometimes we just can't. Guys just want to shut down. I'm not defending him.
1: Listen, I I
3: don't know. No. You know, sometimes I don't want to talk about
0: confrontation.
1: I I don't I just want to like sometimes. It's not the confrontation. I'm talking about having, like, a normal conversation. Like, Agreed. you know what? Where do you want to go for dinner this weekend? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I, you know, this is your town. You, you figure it out. You just picked out
0: the worst conversation to have with your <laughs> wife ever. <laughs> where do you want to go eat? I don't care. Wherever you want to go. Well, how about tacos? No, I don't want that. Listen, if the five
3: of us were going to go out to grab something to eat tonight, mm-hmm. we'd sit here for 20 minutes and say, where do you want to go? Nah, we go,
0: go to right. Grand Saloon, real simple. <laughs> Grand uh, Saloon, 940 Van Houten <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> i starving. Yeah. since <laughs> starving? Starving. Yeah. Star- no, I, no R that. <laughs> I'm starving. You
1: know, I, was, no, I was talking I was talking to you. Noise. I was talking to Kevin.
3: <laughs> I
0: can multitask. So bad, bad communicator.
1: He okay. was a horrible communicator. Correct.
0: And um, was there ever any any infidelity or any abuse or anything like that? There
1: was not. Um, I was accused of infidelity, um, and he went to Great Lanes to try to prove that, and he failed. Okay. Um, so... Well, you, 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 you
0: sounds like with all, with the scheduling you had, you, you held that institution of marriage very sacred.
1: I did. I mean, I, I wanted to be married. Um, And again, I realized like almost all of it, I realized after the fact, and I'm like, oh my God, remember that? Like when he was doing this or he was doing that, I'm like, why didn't I see it? And I think it was because probably because I didn't want to see it.
3: No, we didn't want to believe it. Were you working well, through yeah. your Were you working through your whole marriage?
1: I was not. So I worked for a little bit in the beginning when we were married, and then we bought a house, um, which is where we had both of our children. Um, I was working a little bit here and there, and then when I had the kids, I no, I was not working. I was stay at home mom.
3: I think a mother should stay at
0: home and raise her kids anyway. <laughs> I don't.
1: Listen, you know what? It's the hardest job I ever had. Yeah, I'll be honest know. with you. Um, don't why don't know. you
0: just say if, if, if your wife has a broken leg, the sandwich maker's broken. God, man, that is... Mom, a I'm just um, saying no. A stay-at-home mom. I, I would rather
3: have nobody raise my kids but their mother. Well, that's, want, that, that's the thing.
1: I mean, no, I, I kind of agree with that. <clears throat> um, when my younger went to preschool... Oh, no, when he went to elementary school... I wanted to go back to work. I was like, let me just do something part time. You know, I felt, you know, if I want to buy something for myself, I shouldn't feel guilty, Um, which I did sometimes. Like if I wanted to buy something, I'm like, you know what? I'm not contributing. Oh, no, you stay home and take care of the kids.
0: Well, that was the choice with my wife and I. Like when we when we decided to have children, a a discussion was had. It's okay. Here's how we because some some mothers don't want to stay home with their kids. Some mothers, they would rather go work. Mm -hmm. And I told her, I said, okay, so if you want to go work and this is what you need, I'll make it work. We'll make it work with the kids as far as daycare or whatever it is. But ultimately, we sat down and looked at the numbers. Her salary would be going to pay for the kids' daycare. All daycare, yeah, exactly. So
1: it's a wash, so what's the point? And somebody else is
0: raising your kids. Right. So I broke my ass so she could raise the kids until they were old enough to go to school, and then she started to get back to it, a- I mean, if anything, if they want to work, it's peace
3: of mind for them to get them out of the house, you know. Right. Because I mean, how many times did you go to work and and you go home and your kids are there and your your wife says, I've been, you- I've been home with the kids all day. Here, there you yours. take them." Yeah. That's right. Because they needed yeah. a break. Right. And it that is true. hard. <clears throat> that is a hard, hard job.
1: It's a very hard job. Yeah, it is. But and it enough. was the best job I ever had. I'll right. tell you that. I don't have one regret for one second about <laughs> having my kids staying home. I don't I mean, like
0: those messy diapers. I'm done with them. I, oh, got it. <laughs> I don't know. They, they
1: didn't. I guess because maybe when you're a mother, it doesn't bother you. I, was, I don't know. I was like,
0: the first one to change both of my kids' diapers. So was I, and so I hated. I. I I didn't mind it at all. I, I didn't lie. do too many the to <laughs> the poopy diapers. No, Not I thought I was into the. I mean, I did, but
3: I'd, I'd still take like the the. Tro- know, I feel like <laughs> I'd listen. still take the, like the chocolate pudding. And go look. That's what one happened of those <laughs> things where everybody has this
2: this stereotypical thing that men doesn't don't want to do that. You know, I didn't. I got. I dove right in. You know. At first, well, not so much that. but
0: <laughs> <laughs> How do you keep your hair back?
2: <laughs> you
0: yeah, I know. It's like this <laughs> so when did when did it start? When did you start to see it going really downhill? How old were the kids?
1: Um, so we separated when they were nine and twelve. Wow. Um, tough age. Lived, I mean, li-
0: living separately, living or in the same house?
1: No, we were living in the same house. Um, he, I mean, I'll listen. I'll be completely honest. He thought I was cheating on him. Um, tried to prove it in lots of different ways and because in Pennsylvania I don't know if it's the same in New Jersey I, so I represented myself in my own divorce Um in, that's amazing in Pennsylvania yeah it was a lot I pro, mean, se. Sure. pro se pro no, no, se no, right. I do understand yeah it's a lot so we've talked about this like a lot before I'll be like oh you're not gonna believe you know here's you something that happened to me
2: talk to um, a friend of mine what's that you talked to a friend
1: of mine I did talk to your friend <laughs> <great. That's laughs> right. sorry my dad <laughs> Let, let, let me That's guess he right. was from Hoboken. That's right. You know what? He did security in our building. That's funny. It looked just like you. Um, so in Pennsylvania, so he tried. If you get, um, he wouldn't have gotten how to pay me um as much in alimony or spousal support it starts at. He wouldn't have had to pay me as much if he could prove adultery. Yeah, adultery. And what, what made him
0: think that you were an adulterer? Because
1: I was doing things that were inappropriate. Okay. Um, I did not cheat on him. I did not do what he told people I was doing. I mean, I don't know how blatant you want me to get. You him. can get yeah. it as,
0: as much as you feel comfortable with. Let's put it that way.
1: All right. So he told people, everybody, all of our friends, including my parents, that I was giving guys blowjobs in cars, and that I was sleeping with them in cars, and I was just like meeting them randomly and doing that. Should have told. No. Was that,
2: them, just, was, it was, was it was that just for money? What was that? Was the you know his objective?
1: He was doing that because he's a narcissist, and he. I mean, a certifiable narcissist. I know a lot of people throw that term out like all the time. I actually did a lot of research on it and I've spoken to people about it. um, And there's 12 characteristics of a narcissist. He has nine with a possible 10. Um, so that's enough for me. Did he have any? He's the victim. He, he was. That's what it was oh, yeah. all about. Was... He was. He was trying to prove to everybody that he was the victim and I was awful and I was. You know,
3: the the, the woe was me syndrome. That, the, the woe was me. Well, wo- oh, he's
1: look. a the king of the woe was me syndrome.
0: No, believe that's me, right. I went through it. Did he have any trauma as a child? I don't know. I have no idea. Because m- the the a, a majority it happens more frequently than not. Narcissism comes from trauma. Uh, and, and again, I'm not excusing his behavior whatsoever. But narcissism usually comes from from trauma because it's a defense mechanism, right? Where that's how you have to make the world around you make sense by relating everything to you, mm-hmm. like, and that you're always the victim. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, Mike, Mike, take care of him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Don't, just don't poke the bear, please. <laughs> it's just gonna keep
0: poking. I'm gonna wind up in court on like Friday or something. No, I you're
1: can. not, Mike. Stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we we wouldn't allow it. We wouldn't allow. It. You're you're the color commentary.
2: No, you know what though. I I, I have to like interject here. I, I I really think it's fantastic that you are speaking about it. You know, and I I know a lot of people we're, we're kind of talking in you know, code here, but I I pretty much you know i i went through a lot of similar stuff that marcy we'll went through and we'll mine have. is so impactful mm-hmm. you know i i actually hesitate or not fear but speaking about what i want to speak about so you're gun shy. like serious i i really am you know it, it's it's very it's 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 a very very rough situation
1: and you're also you know, in a very different stage than i am uh, in True. You know true. And, I mean, and, I've gone through all this. You know,
2: and, and a lot of times, like even when I do come on here, I, I you hold back. I, I, I hold back on so much, and that's so impactful in my life. You know, which that is I, a shame. I can't, that you right? Have to I, do that. It, it's anything I say or do, or it's it's incredible. You know, well, you so, have to
0: be careful. You're especially in a in a divorce setting <laughs> or <right>. separation <laughs> setting that you don't. Overstep your bounds because you don't want to. You don't want to interject something that's going to give right. fuel to the other person. And, and not right. to take
2: away from you know what you went through, but my what I went through and and my story in regards to this is. You know, it, it could be two or three shows and, and I'm not even using the whole bulk and stretch. Like it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty, it's financially crippling. It's emotionally crippling. It's, it's financially it's, crippling.
1: And, and when I that, tell you, that part I...
2: when it comes to, you know, the courts and, and lawyers and it, it's, uh,
0: there's so much. I don't know how it is in Pennsylvania, but I do know in New Jersey, it's very slated against the men. It oh, yeah. really is.
2: One hundred and ninety five percent, and another thing—it's slated
1: against the methods. against, yes. yeah. 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 So yes. in Pennsylvania, it's more, it's more equal.
2: Divorce laws in New Jersey are women's laws, and, and domestic violence is, laws right. are women's laws. And and this is speci- This these things were specifically told to me by you know lawyers and so forth, and. The reason why I, I I never really speak or or never really come out is
0: is the love of my kids. But you you know, you what, know, the, I, you, you I, know what I I you know I love sa- them more than myself. You know what the sad part is It's it it muddies the water between right and wrong. You know if the man is wrong in the divorce, okay, it should be heavier. You know they should hammer in the man a little bit. If the woman is wrong in divorce, you know it's it's right or wrong. It's not what gender you are.
1: Well, Finally? usually both are wrong.
0: In some in well, some in, respect. Right. Yeah. True. I mean, so
1: both people have done stuff wrong. I right. mean, I admit it. I did stuff that was wrong. Right. You know what I mean? I did stuff that, you know, probably could have impacted me worse than it did, but I was able to...
0: Was right. that the, was that the myself. car thing
1: you were talking about before? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you're always fearful of your kids of kids hearing that damaging language.
1: Well, that's the whole thing. And my ex husband told my kids a lot of things that he shouldn't have.
0: Well, that's their so weapons. I, they weaponize kids. Yes,
1: correct. And that's which the is one
0: thing I never did.
1: Which is the one? No, you didn't, and thank God for that. I, I,
0: but I, I never. That's it never. It would never come thank out of you. my yeah. mouth.
1: Thank you. Exactly. That's exactly right.
0: You know, though, when you're fighting a battle, though, if if you've ever been in a real street fight, you I, know I
1: can say I have not. <laughs> I have been in
0: plenty of street <laughs> fights. Jewish girl from Livingston, Thank they you, don't friend. fight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not with I'll our be, mouths, I'll, not with our bodies. <laughs> I'll let some.
0: I'll let something out on this show when I'm in a street fight. I'm a ball grabber. Okay. I grab. I'll grab somebody's balls and I'll hold on to them as tight as I can. All right. With like, my teeth, if I have to. Well, because you do what you have I, to do. I will unleash on people. <laughs> I fight. I'll fight dirty. Oh and, boy! And a lot of it. And I'm relating this. A lot of it goes towards divorce. Right. Pe- two people who are very hurt, who are who are just their their lives are scrambled around. They're the hurricane themselves, and they they're doing anything they can to survive to win. And for that, it's it's not even about
2: it's not even about that. And what we discussed before. You know, there's two things that, you know, at this point in my life, you know, there's two things. I I was just involved in some other thing dealing with courts and my kid, whatever it was. And there's one thing I said, you know, this is all my fault. It really is. I, I picked her see i
0: oh well, I, well,
3: no
2: no no Mike, see, no see, that's listen the thing, I, that's it, the thing that gets me about divorce though Mike, these are please? two these are two <laughs> no, people you know how i am i'm, I'm honest i'm open like these I are don't... these are two people who loved each other enough at one point that you picked to get each other. listen i'm uh, that's another show like that's these these are things I, I, I picked get each you other how could but you pick
1: anything other than that that's the collateral she could have said
2: no
0: I cut my my
2: cast off that day. That could have been totally different. So that was that, that's collateral. <laughs> so that's the collateral that damage
0: of of divorce. You become very self deprecating, right. Mike. You're the king itself. Yeah, look what that I one know? up. Self deprecating. So- yeah, so, right, right yeah down. write that down.
3: At Kevin? The, at the end of the <laughs> thing that we learned today, Mike doesn't know what self-deprecating means.
2: No, I get it. I get
1: it. No, listen. It, it, you. You. There's you, also the self-sabotage.
2: You, yeah. yeah. You, because no. you don't deserve anything good. I know. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I'm to that point in, in this. It's, I it's did not go on, through that. It's going yeah. on like, what is it? Like but, 2014, 15? It's going on like six years, and then it, it turned into... I'm I'm just like listen I'm done go live your life just
0: that's but it you at some point you become you you become very introspective and you look inside yourself like what did I do wrong what is wrong with me that this is happening because that's true I hate to tell you at some point in your divorce and I know it happened to you at some point you become a narcissist because you think everything relates to you when in reality. Probably wasn't the right person for you in the beginning. It's well, not like you lost something. Uh, you just, it was never there. And the way these but, lawyers.
1: And I believe that's true. I don't think I should God. have married him to begin with. Right. I agree.
0: So you, you. But
3: now
2: how long were you married though?
1: 15 years.
2: Wow. Just married, married for... 15 minutes. What <laughs> that? Not much. 15 minutes. I was, married. I was I was married for 25 years. Wow. I've been
1: divorced almost as long as, as I married. was married. Almost. Almost. So you have
0: that hindsight though. Which is now you can see everything from the top of the battlefield.
1: I crystal clear. I, I mean, and I've evolved since I first divorced. Right? I mean, things were messy.
0: So how messy did the divorce get?
1: Oh my God, we were in court every five minutes. For, and it, it did. I if I owed a hundred dollars for the dentist and I didn't pay it because I couldn't afford it because I wasn't working, he left me with nothing. He caught me off of his income, took my car. With my children, I had my children with me. He went to live with mommy and daddy for a year, had to pay no bills or anything. And I, I mean, I, what was I going to do? My father had a co for a car for me because his credit was horrible in the beginning. He was, it was bad when we got married and it got worse as time went on because he made some really bad business decisions, which again is probably another show. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I knew it, but I didn't know it, um,
0: as a, as half a joke, I tell people who are getting married. I said, "Did you check their credit? Because you right. inherit it,
1: <laughs> right? Because it's going to go down probably. Yeah. So, right, if it's bad now, forget it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so I, I mean, my credit. So my credit was excellent when we got married, and then you know, once we got divorced, that's it. I mean, we had a ton of debt, which of course he blames on me. We were upside down in the house. Um, so, which of course he blamed on me. We shouldn't have bought that. We, we bought a big house on an acre with a pool." It was a beautiful house. We renovated the entire thing, and you know he blames it all on me. Hmm. Told my parents that. Well, I bought the house for her. Really? Yeah. Are you not living here with our children? Like, what do you mean you bought it for me?
3: Yeah, exactly. Where was he sleeping in the
1: car? I, he should have been sleeping in the car. There's so many. Probably things. still be married if he was sleeping in the so car. So many
2: similarities
1: oh. in, in, in <laughs> this oh, story. It's, <laughs> it's it's yeah. It's, yeah. We and every, speak, every, and
2: it's like every wow. divorce
0: is different, but they're all similar. Yeah. True. 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 All true. similar. Yeah. Two people who hate each other. <laughs> yeah. That's what it comes down and they're to. They're fighting for every last penny. Now you. He would
1: drag me into court. Every he would literally. So we were. We both started off with attorneys. I had mine for three months, and we ended up going to court on one particular day. Um, he had filed contempt because I stopped paying the mortgage. Now, there's a reason I stopped paying the mortgage because I called the mortgage company and I said, listen, I want to go through a short sale. What do I need to do? You need to stop paying the mortgage for three months straight in order to even be considered for us to accept any offers. So That's what I did.
2: It's so like different worlds. But when I tell you, it's when we speak, it's like, Mike, try it. You know, it's, it's amazing. You know, like she said about the, you know, the hundred dollars for, you know, uh, insurance, whatever it is. I, I, I had to go to court because I had a shirt on 49 plus one with a middle finger. So well, that's a and little Mickey different. Mouse in the middle, well, and okay. a Mickey Mouse on oh, it. Oh, don't get right, into well, the Mickey, Mickey Mouse
1: thing, <laughs> please. They, they know all
2: about it. know all about So them. do I. Let's not. Well, you know what though? I, I, in essence to that, that's that was years ago, and I'm still there's still motions and masquerades of motions about that. Like that, these lawyers they make you out to be the like I'm like I'm like the Iceman, like Ted Klinsky. You know, oh, like it's it's getting ridiculous
0: now. Like Ted Kaczynski. Richard I don't Kuklinski care who he is, the now, now the hurricanes <laughs>
2: coming out. Now, now you're going to get the best of me. So let me, let, let's get back tomorrow. But so
0: at some point, the divorce. I got
1: into court yeah, this one particular time. This is when we got rid of our attorneys. So he was he was basically filing constantly with all kinds of money stuff, knowing full well that I couldn't afford this is stuff for the kids. I mean, he made it seem like I was out buying fur coats every five minutes. Which it's probably clearly,
0: tacti- tactical that he did that. Yeah. Right.
1: I. I All of it. I mean, we both had attorneys. This particular case, we get into court and my attorney says to me, um, you know, you're in contempt. And I said, well, okay." I said, yeah, what does that mean? I knew nothing at this point. I I didn't know about divorce. I knew nothing about it. Like Mike, like nobody in my family had ever been divorced. I knew nothing about it. So I had to educate myself to represent myself. But we get into court and he says, well, what should I do? He says, well, you know, they can. This is my attorney. You know, they can throw you into jail. So who should I call? I said, you should call my father, who's an attorney, and you may want to call my cousin, who's a circuit court judge. They can probably help. Isn't it your job to not have me put in jail? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, man. I thought I was going to lose it. So we go. And, of course, the judge is like, I'm not throwing the mother of children when she did what she was supposed to do. So Mm -hmm. nothing happened. It was basically like, you know, not even a slap on the wrist. It was kind of like, why are you bringing this to my court and wasting our time?
0: That's an attorney move. So they inundate you with... Stupid stuff. Yep. All Just right, to, get you to keep coming back to court because if you're spending time on that, you're it's it's like a magic show, you know. And a magician when he's doing a trick over here, he wants you to look over here, but he's really doing the trick over here. And that's... and my
1: father's an attorney, who did a lot of divorce. Yeah. <laughs> so on top of it, and he knew that in New Jersey, granted, not Pennsylvania, where the laws are very different. So we've discovered, but. I mean, at that point, we got rid of the attorney. So it got to the point where we were filing. We were filing each other. I only filed stuff in court when I really felt that I had to. He was filing for sport. I mean.
0: How long did the divorce go on for?
1: Well, so it took three years from date of separation to when we were officially divorced. But you still fight in court over – you still fight in court over everything.
0: You got the kids. The kids at this point are what? So we tw- had split tw-
1: custody. Except 12
0: 14. and 15?
1: Um, no, they're 9 and 12. We'll be separated. Yeah, so, so 12, three, and, 12 right. and
0: 15, three years later?
1: Um, no. So things started going south three years before that. But when we actually separated – yeah, um, date of separation and when you're fully divorced, it's the same thing. He's out of the house and it's – you know what I'm saying? So okay. separated slash divorced.
0: It's a celebration day.
1: Oh, I framed my divorce decree.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what, what did but you, there was still
1: the fighting going on.
0: Was it with custody money? What was it? It was
1: custody. It was money. It was however he can try to screw me. I mean, it was any which way it was mostly money stuff. There was a little bit of custody stuff because he was negligent with our children.
0: And that, um, that's the problem. That's the big problem I have with divorce is when the children start to become collateral damage.
1: Right. I mean, yeah, it it's true, and I, you know, listen, they're bouncing back, and it's very hard for them. Um, you know, my children were very resentful, and I don't blame them. They're now pretty much adults. I mean, they're twenty five and twenty two. Um, it took many, many years for them to sort of get it. Resentful and,
3: towards both of you, or
1: sadly, just me. Yeah, because of the stuff sure. that he was feeding i yeah, assume believe
3: I, me i know what you're talking yeah, about. yeah so believe it's, me i know you know
1: look i would never want to take away their father but you know when they were younger and he was negligent <laughs> i ended up for about a year i got more custody because i proved that he was negligent that's the goal
2: f- of my ex is to take my children away well you know, i it, it was me. you know i'm, it was I'm the desensitized of to this now you know what i mean in a sense but the only thing that you, you're, you're hurting, never going to stop the f- children right. right i mean you're never going to stop fighting no, we, we honestly, we don't, you, you'll never know. No, fighting for your children, I mean. Oh, me? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, you got that right. I know. Let me tell you something. <laughs> you got that right. You might as well just. No, the after I, I know a
3: guy who went through a divorce and hasn't talked to his kids in four years.
2: Yeah.
3: I know, I know the same guy. He
1: hasn't talked yeah. to his so, kids uh, or his kids haven't spoken to him or both?
3: Kids haven't spoken to him in four years now. Huh? It's, a, it's a tragic situation. I hate that. Yep. That bothers me. Because they got it, poisoned.
1: It it that bothers yeah. me almost more I mean, I, when I know, it comes to a man. Put it this way: I know, about, I know the
3: guy very well and talk to him all the time, and and talk to his kids. Are the, the same, children, the same are guy the children
1: I older?
0: Yeah, yeah, they're so in they, their twenties.
1: Okay, so they have a mind of their own,
0: and one day they're going to wake up. You know, and and it seems like your it seems like your kids are waking up.
1: Yes, okay. I think my kids have awoken. You know I what? Mean, I think one day they're going
0: to wake up, and they're going to. And it's almost going to be more damaging to him to go, oh, my God, I was I was
1: wrong about this. I read misread this whole situation when they become adults. Well, I had that situation with my older son. When I was still living in Pennsylvania, I had a whole conversation with him. And I said, listen, you know, I can show you all this stuff. I still had all of my divorce paperwork, four huge plastic bins of paperwork. I said, do you want to go through the paperwork? Do you want to see what your father was doing? Like, i you can see it. It's in black and white from judges, from masters, from people in court. So he's like, he always said, no, I offered it many times. He finally said, yes. I said, you do? And he said, yeah. I said, great. Come over for dinner next week and I'm going to sort it all out. I'm going to pull out like the super important stuff, put it in date order. So you see when it started and when it ended and you'll see. He went through three quarters of it and he's like, oh my God. I'm like, "Mm -hmm."
0: yeah. How long did it take you to get back on your feet after your divorce?
1: Financially or otherwise. Med-
0: emotionally, emotionally financially. financially,
1: emotionally. I was fine the day after he left. <laughs> I, I, he left and he filed. Right. Um, one, I would say literally like a week later I was, I took the blow, the initial blow, you know, took some time, but I would say a week later I was like, Oh my God, thank God. Like now I can actually like be a person and be me and be myself. And live your life. He didn't fight for our marriage. And that was another big part of it. Because when he had come to me when he thought I was cheating on him, and he approached me about it, and we talked about it, and then he decided he was leaving. Like, there was nothing in between. Oh, wow. So, did he really love me? I don't think so. If you're ready
0: to give something up that quickly.
1: Say, let's go to counseling. You know what? Take me away for a weekend. Let's figure out why we were in love in the first place, if we really were.
3: That that could have been, been, like, his excuse to get out of it, maybe. Could yeah be. maybe you want to get out and so he drummed up some kind of story and said that's actually, why I'm going to get Actually right. there are many stories about mm. He people- had a reason
1: for the story and I and I get it. But he didn't have but going through all the motions of putting a mobile GPS thing in my car, tracking the computer, hiring a private investigator to set me up who I ended up busting, and I'm like, "What?"
2: <laughs> that was done. To
1: and me. then lied about right. huh?
2: <laughs> that was done to me.
1: And and then lied about having pictures of me kissing some guy. I'm like, "Well, where are the pictures?" He doesn't have them.
0: Yeah, of course not. Right. Did you ever hold any of the the bad feelings you had about this divorce against uh, your your after dating effect? You know, yes. somebody always pays the price. Somebody always does time for somebody else's crime.
1: The trust issues. No. Um yes, I saw that on the little note on the notes. Um, Yeah, I definitely have trust issues. I mean, I think I've come, I'm better now than I was, um, but I still have some trust issues because, you know, you marry this person who says they're going to love you forever through thick and thin forever, you know, forever and ever. And then they decide that, you know, something goes wrong and they decide just to walk out the door and not to, you know, marriage is hard. Relationships are hard. If you don't want to work on it and you're just going to bail and walk out the door, like, why would I want to get involved with someone else and deal with that again? I'm yeah, not we'll, saying it would happen again. I don't hold each guy. I don't say every guy's going to be like him. Absolutely not.
3: But you're I don't you're, do that. you're almost like scarred,
1: right? Oh, you're yeah. almost scarred
3: from the divorce, and and sure, you, and like Kevin said, you make you know someone's got to pay for you know some people pay for other people's crimes, right? So. You, I don't, you're gonna have those trust issues.
1: I don't think that I don't think that other guys are necessarily going to be like him. In fact, every guy I've ever met has been nothing like him.
0: But if something rears its head with somebody else who you're in a dating relationship, even if it's
1: untrue, even if it's only something that you see, you're going to go boom. Uh oh. I'm I'm very quick to say no, thank you. <sighs> I I am because I. I just, I don't have the time or patience. You know what I'm saying? I really don't. Like, I've become impatient with kind of dating and everything else. I mean, I've been divorced for 14 years.
0: Have you ever come close to or ever thought about maybe doing it again?
1: Getting married again? You know, initially, I always said no. And then now I feel like if I was dating someone in a serious relationship and they wanted to get married, it was important to them. Then I would do it, or I would consider it. I should say.
0: Well, you know, but better, it's not
1: something I need.
0: You you know better than anybody. Marriage, at its core, basis thing is a legal contract between two people. Mm-hmm. All right, but it says nothing in there about love. It says nothing in there right. about fidelity or anything like that. Though all those things can be had without that bond. And uh, listen, right. I'm not without the piece of paper. I'm not telling you not to get married. I'm not telling anybody not to get married. But right. think about. You know, if you need that contract or you, you know, I'm, I'm old fashioned where I believe that if you're, if you're planning on having children, it should be, you call me a dinosaur and call me whatever you want. It oh, should no, be a, mar- too, a married absolutely. mother and father. And I well, know see, what happens. I, I, I was a virgin until I got married too. Yeah. Yeah. You're still a virgin. No. Twice. <laughs> One of them it's was gone. with Mike. Two kids. <laughs> you know what,
2: Just to get back. We, we will raise differently. You know, we were raised, you know, to to get into marriage. You live your life, you get into marriage, you have kids. And it wasn't, I, I didn't even know about divorce. I had no, like, as a kid, you know, now it's different. You 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 know, you're raised and you're told to get married, then you got to get divorced. That, that's, it's just the way it is now right get married get divorced and and like it's so easy never heard of in my family it's too easy well my my parents were divorced Uh, when i was seven or eight years old that's the way kids nowadays are taught you know what just get married and get divorced and you know you get settlement you know if if it's a wealthy person that's how
0: uh, i don't know there is a sanctity that to marriage that should be taken a little bit more serious than it is today yeah, I mean, i hundred percent, I would get married, and it
2: it, not... it affects you. You
0: would get married again? I, I would. It,
2: it affects everything, even in my relationship now. I, I it, it does. Didn't he I mean, just we...
1: say ten minutes ago? Absolutely not. Never getting married again. No,
2: that's just just. I'm, I'm being I'm, honest if now. You, because...
3: No, but I I, I, I whispered in his ear. I said, "Mike, the first time's for really no, love. The I'm second serious, for it, money." It affects, <laughs> it affects
2: everything. Find the rich girl, he's going to get married. Going through what I'm going, it affects everything in a relationship I'm, I'm, I'm in now. It, it it's, it's a. It's very difficult and it's, it's, it's difficult to be around me when, you know, in reference to that, you know, what I, this person it's it instilled in, you know, old school and, and dedication and loyalty, you know, so hundred percent I would, but it's so difficult to make that next step when you have this continuing, you know, well, it's a good distraction.
0: Well, you also have to bring that I, and, and into the person, your, right. The person you have to bring that into the new relationship.
2: hundred percent, it's there. You know what I mean? Oh, by the would way, I am going,
0: going through this, so you got to deal with this baggage as well. hundred percent, I would I would marry this we person have, that I'm with right now. We all but,
2: have
1: baggage. Uh,
2: you know, for some reason, whatever it is, I want. You know, it, it's just it's every single thing I do. It's you know I'm a you know it's robotic. Do it this way. The courts say do it this way. You can't do that this, and you can't do that. You can't i'm i'm just like it's ridiculous it's almost
1: like, like listen, sense right? just leave me listen yeah, exactly go live your
2: life you know oh, listen <laughs> l- l- in may bring me back on this show and i will sing and i will <laughs> give you i will give you head. yeah Start see what re- you did to me
1: <laughs> listen, in, in, in may of 20-
2: 2023 bring me back in the show i guarantee I'll, I'll why what happens in may it's, this is, it's just things changing. The hurricane I, finally
0: passes through.
2: Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I, hurricane finally, number one? I finally, I finally pushed through all these, you know, courts and, and oh, it's, FEMA it's... gets
0: involved and they start, <laughs> they start
2: getting, no, all I'm that. telling you, I will sing in May. Believe me, <laughs> bring me back on
0: here. I'll, I'll give you a divorce story. Trust <laughs> me. So, you know, how, how has it given you strength? Because I, I'm a big believer that anytime you're going through some sort of trauma or trial or adversity, or suffering, or suffering. <laughs> initially, you see it as a detriment to your personality. In- initially, you see it as something that you don't put up on a pedestal. Where now, you know the damage that we've went through. I I use that as my strength, and I I'll, le- I'll actually leave with that. You know, years I was t- I would tell people um, I I would never tell people I'm a retired police officer because I was in a shooting and I had to retire. But now I'm like, oh, I'm a retired police officer, and they ask me, well, you're kind of young to retire. Well, yeah, because I was in a police shooting. So I lead with it, you know, because it's my strength now. Do you right. ever see that as 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 what you went um, through in divorce?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it absolutely, I think it made me, um, it actually upped my self-esteem. I don't know how much self-esteem I had when I was married, um, to tell you the truth. I don't really know. I don't kind of remember. I feel like it was such, it was so long ago. It was like a different lifetime. I don't remember the time that I was married. I remember having my children. I, but beyond that, and when they were little and stuff we did with them when little, but beyond that, I don't remember my marriage back then. Um, yes, I think I'm much stronger. I mean, I've always been relatively independent, um, but I'm much more independent now. Um, and I feel like it's definitely made me stronger. It's made me more aware also um, just of me and and what I can actually do. Um, I you know who I I mean the stories that I could tell you, people people come up to me all the time not understanding how I'm not in an asylum. I'm not an alcoholic or I'm not a drug addict because they're like, I don't understand how you go through all this and you're not like committed. And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you.
2: That's (laughs) powerful. It's, it's, but she, she is honestly, the respect is there. She's very powerful. She's very independent. I I mean, I see it and the way she speaks and, and you know, I don't know. It's, I, I I gotta give you a lot of credit. I'm I'm serious. I'm not, you know, it's, it's, it's not easy to do this. Okay. his boss i know you know know. know, let them talk me and you all talk
3: so kevin what do you think about the? he's so mad you're you're upset
2: upset that i have a bigger picture than you
0: (laughs) if you saw somebody in your life or in your circle heading down the path of divorce from what you've learned what do you think you'd tell them
1: oh a lot of things (laughs) um
0: would you would you tell them not to get married
1: I'm not, I've always said, even after I got divorced, I'm not an advocate of divorce. I'm just not.
3: I'm my, not an advocate of marriage either. I, but, right. Yeah, you, you do what you right, want to do. That's right.
1: There you go. I'm right. Um, you know, I think, I think every marriage is different also. But if you're not being loved and you're not being supported and you're not feeling like you're a partnership, my ex and I were not partners. We just weren't. We were such yin and yang. People used to laugh at us all the time. They'd be like, "You guys are so opposite," you know. We're like, "Yeah, well, opposites attract," and you know, yeah. I, well, they were too far apart. Go clearly. with the old
0: adages. Yeah, right. Opposites attract. That's
1: and- right. Yeah. No. Mm-mm.
0: We're coming to the end of this thing, Marcy, and I ask everybody the same question as we're at the end of the the show. You've gone through all these different things. You've gone through the suffering of divorce. What do you think it's taught you?
1: <sighs> I how strong I truly am. Um, how I can really get through anything. I mean, I think mostly I was fighting with all this stuff for the benefit of my children. They were really my main, my primary focus. Yep. I wasn't really focused on me very much and had people telling me constantly, you know, you really need to focus on you and you need to get, like, you know, you need to get your shit together um, and be strong for, you know, for yourself, not just for your kids. Um, But I learned, I learned how strong I am. I really did. I mean, it's, there was a lot and it's, I came through on the other side and I'm independent. I'm, you know, I have a good job. I have a great company I'm working for Um, and I'm, you know, and I'm happy. I'm not dating anyone. I'm single and I'm happy that way too.
0: So if
3: anybody out there is looking...
1: (laughs) Um, I'm, well, you we're know.
0: developing a new app. It's similar to Tinder. <laughs> it's the Suffering Podcast dating right, app. There
1: you go, right.
0: There's, like, Mike on there and, you know. All you of know. us
1: suffering people can yes. all write. That's right. No, yeah. I have my own app, the <laughs>
0: Palm app. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, yes, which we help you develop. You do. <laughs> Gives you five chins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: so kept, that's not nice. The guy you can't, know, can't, I'm, guy's I'm nice enough to listen.
2: come in The resilience again. next year is very – there's going to be a lot of changes. <laughs> 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 there's going to be a lot of changes in my life it's going to go from a category 5 to a category 2. <laughs> yeah. no, I, I was up I was over 5 a few times. <laughs> they weren't really nice.
0: Marcy, I appreciate you coming in here, yeah, Mike. Yeah, it was great. I, I appreciate you coming in to to be the special guest host, but Marcy, you took talk, you talked about a subject that very few people want to talk about. And we do appreciate your honesty because with a 50% divorce rate, one out of two people that hear this show are right. going through it, went through it or about to go through it.
1: Talk about it. Talk about it to anybody. I mean, that helps, too. I think for, you know, if if I could give people advice, I've given lots and lots of people advice and I've counseled a lot of people um, and just, you know, kind of guided them through the process of, you know, what you need to do and what especially in Pennsylvania, because I was representing myself so I could go through the court system and whatever. But um It's best to talk about it and talk about it to people that are divorced and talk about it that worked on their marriage. You know, if you talk to lots of different people, you're going to get lots of different opinions, but that might help you make the own your opinion for yourself. What's best for you?
3: You know, like like you said before, you don't advocate divorce, but if you're not happy and everybody's miserable, at least do something to help your marriage.
1: I mean, not everybody. Go to
3: marriage counseling or do something. Well, that's the thing.
1: And if you do all those things and you're and no one's you're still not happy. My ex-husband and I didn't fight one day. Ever, we never fought. That's
3: a problem. I, correct. That's a problem because, because fighting, fighting, fighting works out problems. You correct. have a problem. It does, yeah. and
1: it gets it out, and that's much better than that than holding it in.
3: I won't fight with someone then that I don't makeup. care about. Then there is makeup sex. Yeah, all which that is t- always good for marriage,
0: right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but if you don't fight, then you can't yes, have the makeup <laughs> sex. So what's the point? <laughs>
0: <Jesus>. <laughs> Do you have any uh, anything you want to throw out there for a plug?
1: I'm going to throw out three acres, of course. Three you know, acres. Right. Three acres. <laughs> Three acres. Three acres.
2: Three acres. Is, right. Three acres. Three acres. acres. <laughs> I was about to say plug this acres. <laughs> this acres. it's a c e e s three acres. You know, you're gonna appreciate. You're gonna appreciate me soon. May of 2023. <laughs> oh, oh,
1: we're all marking our calendars, oh, Mike. I'm What's the date? Sing. I'm What's sing. the date? Is there a I- date? I want,
2: I want Andrew to do like that thing, like the. The, the app with, the, with me the, singing the thing like, oh i'm gonna sing i'm gonna tell <laughs> the I'm gonna ding. tell a real story the what <laughs> yeah. what's
0: this andrew thing i do all that stuff you do yeah. it yes i do it all right then you put that thing up there the the ding. Ding. which thing the first thing or the second thing <laughs> marcy thank you so much yes, thank yes, you for thank having you. me that i really was appreciate thanks it thanks for this being was was so fun. thanks for being so
3: open yeah, and absolutely. honest i mean this is a lot Anytime. of fun yeah next time me and kevin come down to three acres all four of us will sit around
0: and
1: i would love that check out three acres
0: i know it's on instagram
1: is it's there... on Instagram. Yeah, you can go to our website, 3acresjc.com. Um,
0: okay. Um, and you know what? I, I have there. to tell
3: you, I before we went there the other day, I went on a website. The website mm-hmm. doesn't even do that place justice. It
1: does not. It really does. It does not. And when we tell people that all the time when we schedule tours. We say, you know what? Like, our pictures are great on there, but it doesn't do it justice. You have to come see it. Yeah, and Absolutely.
0: Your, your fantastic security detail that you have working.
1: That's right, of course.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: Nob- well, you know what? Uh, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I, I do have to. Besides, and <laughs> I do have to give the most important person that got me there. And pretty much changed my life. You're welcome. I'm not even. You're welcome. No, it, it's it's oh, no, one of my my bosses. It's Nikki Russo. That that we grew up together. We worked together. And if it wasn't for that man, I would have never been been in this position where I am now, and and be able to get my life back. Yeah. So I have to really. That is a
0: shout out. The plug that I want to <laughs> hey plug <go>. in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Suffering Podcast: The Suffering a Divorce with Marcy Cowan. And let's think about all the stuff that we learned today. Attraction comes in many forms. Hindsight is always 2020. Mike learned a word interject today. <laughs> <laughs> There's always collateral damage in divorce. We all want a partner, but most importantly, talk about it and ask for help. Yep. That's going to do it for this episode. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Don't forget you can always listen before you watch. All our episodes air on Sunday morning. Follow me on Instagram at uh, Real Kevin Donaldson. Follow Mike at Mike underscore Felice. Follow the Suffering Podcast. Also, TikTok, LinkedIn, Facebook, all those all those social media I, things. I,
3: I think Mike's on Instagram is Fortune Mike. No. He's <laughs> not <laughs> a five, four.
0: <laughs> Matches his five head.
2: He <laughs>
0: That's going to do it, it for this episode. Hits. We'll see you next time. It's a 12 head.